Ladies and gents, welcome to Next Level Radio. I am your host, Colby Wartman, and our mission is to tackle the biggest questions in strength and conditioning, business, investing, and everything in between. We bring to you the best people in every sector so that you, the listener, can benefit and learn from the best in the biz. Whether that is S&C or business, you can rest assured you're getting the best knowledge available. All right, it's time we all grow up a little bit. Ditch the pre-workout. It's not 2007 anymore, and it's nothing like Jack 3D. Ditch the shaker. You're not four years old, and you don't need a bottle anymore. And get yourself the best dippable pre-workout on the market. Each pouch is patriotically packed with 300 milligrams of caffeine and vitamins because shaker bottles suck. Send It Sups is the on-the-go solution for athletes, LEOs, firefighters, door kickers, and everybody in between. Head over to senditsups.com to get the best dippable pre-workout on the market, and we thank Send It Sups for being a sponsor of Next Level Radio. Next Level Radio continues to grow because of our listeners and our sponsors. Today, we present you Fat Fish Brewing, the official beer of Next Level Radio. Whether you're looking for a night out with family or smashing the best craft beers in the area, you will find it all at Fat Fish Brewing. Check out Fat Fish on Village Street in Dickinson or check them out on their website at fatfishbrewing.com. Life has an amazing way of coming full circle and bringing to you the people that you need in your life at that time. As a young whippersnapper, four monsters deep, just excited to tackle the day, I'm headed to my first strength and conditioning conference, and I hear about a company called Team Builder. Multiple coaches with experience with Team Builder and other platforms said the exact same thing. They said that you can get very similar products across different platforms, However, the thing that truly sets aside Team Builder and puts their product above anybody else's is their true and genuine customer service. As a customer for many years, both at the university setting and the private facility, I can tell you, Team Builder's customer service is absolutely second to none. Late night emails, programming issues, emergencies on my end are all resolved very, very quickly. So join the thousands of universities and private facilities that use Team Builder to elevate their businesses by going to teambuilder.com, click start my free trial, and use code NLT at checkout. Our next sponsor, Nutridyne, a medical supplement company aimed at enhancing performance and addressing the underlying issues of disease. You will be hard-pressed to find the quality that you'll find at Nutridyne. Listeners of this podcast get 20% off all supplements. Just go to at coach underscore Wartman and click the Nutridyne link in our bio. Keep up with us on Instagram at coach underscore Wartman on our website, nl-training.com or keep up with us on the next episode of Next Level Radio. Now sit back relax and take in the mind melting knowledge of this episode so a couple weeks ago my wife and i launched our first ever airbnb and we told you we would give you the nitty the gritty the good the bad of everything that we did with the airbnb and so ladies and gentlemen it is 
time. We are going to give you everything that we did. We're going to get you how we analyzed the deal, how we furnished it, and what we've learned along the way. We're going to stick to these three parameters because I could talk for hundreds of hours on this. There's a lot to it. And I hope that you guys can learn from this process instead of just looking at the streamlined process that a lot of people give you. I hope you can learn from this detailed process and possibly do your own. So right off the bat, we thank you for coming to our YouTube and our podcast here with Next Level Radio. And right off the bat, I want to fill you in on how crappy North Dakota and South Dakota is. It is absolutely bitter cold. I go hunting yesterday and I can't go faster than 10 miles an hour without feeling like I am going to chip a layer of skin off the outside of my face. It's absolutely brittle. It's absolutely freezing. And we choose to live here. So if you think that you're wanting to move to North Dakota, rethink your decision. That's why we bought our property in South Dakota, which is just as cold, but maybe a little bit prettier, maybe a little less wind, a lot more to do. And that's why we ended up purchasing our Airbnb there. But right off the bat, um, we had our property. Hopefully we can see some pictures here um, in Lead, South Dakota. Beautiful, beautiful little town. Has everything you could ever think of from museums to Mount Rushmore to um, all the hikes that you could look for. Lakes, Deadwood right there. You're trying to get freaking a little bit tipsy and start wasting all your money away. Deadwood is the place to be. And we decided to do that after our whole fiasco in Florida. If you have not seen that, turn into our first Airbnb podcast and you will realize that we almost got shot. Um, But moving on from that, we want to get into how we analyzed our first deal, how we figured out what we wanted to do and how to move forward with it. And disclaimer before we start all of this stuff here is we are newbies. This is our very first Airbnb, and um, we are looking at very, very different modalities from midterm rentals to short-term rentals to long-term rentals. And again, this is just our experience. There's no professional opinion here. This is our experience. Um, so right off the bat, we uh, were able to find this property on the MLS. We found it through actual Bigger Pockets real estate agent who has become one of my decent friends. He Uh, was very upfront and gave us a very good deal on this property. And that brings up one of the best points when you're analyzing the deal, especially in today's market. You need to get deals. If you're paying asking price, you are doing it wrong. The market has shifted. Prices are coming down. We need to be able to set ourselves up for the future. We need to be able to get deals that will work. If you can get 10, 15, 20% off asking price. That helps insulate you when everything comes down. So be sure to really not just jump into anything. I think this market is going to really require us to do our due diligence, but it's going to really pay off for the people that got good deals. So right off the bat, you will have a video coming up here. I want to show you how we analyzed our first Airbnb deal. And it's a very simple, simple tool. We use um, AirDNA. AirDNA is a very, very great tool that shows us all the nitty gritty, all the details that you guys need for your first Airbnb deal. 
Having said that, Airbnb or AirDNA is a very expensive tool. You can either pay for the whole country, which is hundreds of dollars a month, or you can pay for a specific town. We paid for the specific town for two months. We printed off our detailed reports. We got everything that we needed, and then we canceled that subscription. Even the best in the business, Rob Built, even all these different people that have 50, 100 doors, they're not paying for AirDNA every single month because it is seriously expensive. Any money that comes out of there is money coming out of your pocket for that. So right off the bat, we're looking at AirDNA and we have Lead Deadwood pulled up here. And as you can see, this is locked. Um, having said that, when it's not unlocked, Lead Deadwood is about a B plus. So you're looking at uh, rental demand, revenue growth, seasonality, regulations, and investability. So they're going to rank that city off of all that. As you can see at the top here, the average daily rate, the occupancy rate, and the revenue. Okay. Average daily rate does change a lot from one bedrooms to five bedrooms or however your location is built out. There's a lot that changes there. So the average daily rate is anywhere from 432 per night all the way down to 338. Okay. So this is just your average between all different types of properties. And then your occupancy rate during the slow season, which we're in right now, you're looking at the lowest at about 32% occupancy rate. Okay. And then you can get all the way up to during the freaking crazy time, Sturgis, all these different um, summer months and summer activities up to 89%. And then revenue. Revenue is vary based off of how big or how small your property is, how well you've done it, how many reviews you've got, how long you've been on the platform, but you're looking anywhere from 2,800 to 8,200, $8, $8,300 of revenue. Okay. With revenue, as you guys know, you need to pay your mortgage. You need to do those things. You have expenses with Airbnb, such as utilities and all that. And so that is not calculated into revenue, obviously. And then you look and you can kind of see some different metrics. And these are what we looked at with uh, uh, our property. And the reason why we chose a one bed, one bath, if you come down here to the rental size, okay, you have 195 five plus bedroom houses. You have 211 four bedrooms. You have 145 three bedrooms. You have 83 two bedrooms. And you have a whopping 26 plus ours at 27, one bedroom, one bath. So we chose a place that needed to have more properties because people don't always need five plus bedrooms. They don't need four plus bedrooms. Some people, they want one bed, one bath. They want it nice and quaint and they do not want to pay hundreds or thousands of dollars every single night. And then you can go to and look at the rental growth. So this is something we, we looked at um, a little bit here, but as you can see, the rental growth throughout has gone up, okay? That's a good sign uh, with, with lead, with Deadwood, you do have a lot of seasonality and that's something that you have to know. Here is going to show you the top property managers, um, Evolve, Black Hills Cabin Rentals, Black Hills Adventure Lodging, and Deadwood Connections, okay? This is a, a good place to look if you are doing this from distance. If you're doing this online, that's a good place to look. Amenities, um, different things that people offer in their properties. That one's not as important, but you can look at that. Um, the average rating is about a 4.8, uh, depending. That's not something you can put a bunch of weight on. Okay. Um, your property is going to be individual. And if you do a good job, you're going to have good reviews. 
rental activity, and then the rental settings here. But as you can see here on the uh, map, Lee Deadwood does have a lot of Airbnb properties, okay? You have a ton here in Central, you have a lot in Deadwood, and you have a lot in Lead. Having said that, that is why my wife and I are looking at different strategies, okay? We're still going to be doing short-term rentals, we're still doing all that, but we are accepting mid-term rentals. This is people traveling for the um, the Sanford Clinic in uh in lead. This is people looking for the hospitals. This is teachers. This is people that are going there for 30 to almost a year. Okay. 30 days to a year. This is looking at midterm rentals and in the midterm rental game, you are treating it as long-term rental. You are having them sign your lease. You're doing all those different things. So this is how we actually, um, looked at our, analyzed our property and made sure that we were making the right decision. Okay. From there, that is a very simple, very, very simple way of how we did our analyzation. What we talked about and what everybody asked about was how did we furnish our property? So right off the bat, I'm going to give you the entire dollar amount that we spent on our property so that you can have an idea of where we're at. Again, our property is one bed, one bath. It is a beautiful little quaint cabin. Um, obviously, I'm biased, but it's a beautiful little quaint cabin and we love it. We travel there once to twice a year uh, because it is booked out quite often. So we bought our property. We bought our property right at the beginning of September. Okay. So the beginning of September, I think it was the first week of September. And right off the bat, we got um, still a pretty good interest rate now um, compared to where they're at uh, presently. However, with that property, we put 20, because it's a business loan, we put $25,000 down. Okay. $25,000 down because it is a business property. You do need to have anywhere from 20 to 15% down, sometimes 25% for your first commercial business property. So we put 25,000 down. This is our whole envelope of receipts. This is a massive amount of receipts and we're not going to go through each individual receipt, but we will give you the highlights and how much we spent on total. So we had our 25,000 down for our down payment. Then a, a, a pretty close estimate of what we spent on purchasing on furnishing our property is you want to look at about $10 per square feet of your house. So if you have a 700 square foot home, you're looking at about anywhere from seven dollars to $8,000 to furnish it properly. Okay. For us, ours is about 800 square feet right around there. And we actually were able to do it for much less. Reason being is the things that we needed to go nice on, we went very nice on. We went luxury because those are the things that matter. Those are your couches. Those are your beds. Those are your linens. Those are your towels. Those are the things that are non-negotiable. People will give you bad reviews if you do not have those things in order. So with the very nice things, the kitchen table, the kitchenware, we went very nice. On stuff that we didn't have to, we were able to find secondhand store. We were able to find really good deals to make it worth it. So for us, we put 25000 down for the uh, down payment. And then we did $4,744.22. 
$4,744.22. That's the exact dollar amount that we spent on furnishing. This includes everything. This includes paint. This includes primers, paint brushes, um, tape for the paint. This includes all the furniture, all the kitchenware, the cure rig, the microwave, the bed, the bedding, the towels. You get the picture. Every single thing that we bought equaled about $4,744. So you have $25,000 down. You have $4,744.22. And then the only big repair that we needed to do to the house is we needed to get a new shower. The shower, the subflooring was not good. We wanted a really nice shower, and they did amazing with it. Okay, So we had an amazing contractor, and we'll get to building your super team with the contractors, but we had Buck Casey, the man, the myth, the legend, Buck Casey, and he did a whole new shower, new shower head, new subfloor, new shell, everything you could think of for $3,100, okay? And so we are $25,000 in with a down payment. We are $4,744.22 for furnishing and $3,125 for the shower. Okay. And so that is every single dime that we put into the property. That equals four thousand seven hundred and forty-four and twenty-two cents plus three thousand one hundred and twenty-five for a whopping grand total of thirty-two thousand eight hundred and sixty-nine dollars and twenty-two cents. So we are under thirty-five thousand dollars all in for this property. And it allowed us to be in a very good position. Again, we got it about 18% off asking price. So we got a very good deal on it. That insulates us from the ups and downs of the market to an extent. We went very bougie on everything that you really need for the property. And we went really secondhand on everything that you really don't need. Okay. And then we got the new shower and that is all in every single dollar we spent. Having said that, guys, I... I've said this in the past and I've said this on a post. There's many people that I know very well that um, want to make you feel known that they are a, a superior being, okay? That they have investors, that they have all this different stuff, that they're doing this bigger than you. You tell those people to shove it where the sun don't shine. My wife and I did this all by ourselves. We worked for every penny. We furnished it ourselves. We did everything ourselves, and we have pride in that. No matter how good or how bad everything goes, we have pride in that. That was something, a memory, that my wife and I will have for the rest of our lives. My wife is so dang pregnant. You had to butter her up to get through the dang doorway, and she's in there getting shit done. Freaking so proud of her. It was really cool to see her excited about something. And guess what? We didn't have outside investors. Guess what? We didn't have anybody else to help us. Guess what? We're not multimillionaires, but we did it by ourselves together. And those are memories that we will have for the rest of our lives. It's something that we pass down to our kids. It, it makes me very emotional. It's something that I will, I will cherish the rest of my life instead of just being very, uh, very braggy and having a massive ego attached to everything and offering me a property and, oh, it's about six, $700,000. Oh, I figured that'd be out of your price range. We did it on our own and we're very proud of it. 
And so we hope that somebody that can stay there can enjoy it just as much as we can. And that is tangent done. I'm not saying the investors aren't bad. Um, that, that's a good thing. That's what we're going to get to anyways. But you slow play it, right? So what we learned along the way, oof, here we go. What we learned along the way, seasonality is a real thing, especially in different places, okay? You have a beachfront property. You're not going to be booked out year-round. You're going to make a majority of your money in the summer months. You're going to be sitting pretty, and then you're going to wait until the end. But that is why we are looking at more mid-term rental solutions and and uh, um, strategies so that we can actually do well with this. And so seasonality is a big thing. You guys want to be prepared for that. Um, obviously, your mortgage payment always has to be paid. And that's exactly what investing is about. The one thing that we learned very quickly, and I think it's the most important thing when doing your Airbnb, is you have to have good people around you. I can't explain this enough. You have to have good people around you. We have a cleaner and a handyman that are freaking superstars, absolute rock stars. They make the world go round. They make our property go round without us doing anything. Memory Naval is one of the best human beings just actual as a human. Not She's a great cleaner, but just a great, humble, very morally just human being. And she has been nothing but amazing for us, giving us tips, helping us out, doing everything that we can. And then my man, Buck Casey, you can't tell me that the first name Buck is just not badass. Buck Casey, I haven't even got to meet the guy in person. Super nice, super generous, helps us out at the drop of a hat. Just a wonderful, wonderful human being. Those two people, if you don't have good people on that end, it is going to be a nightmare. Surround yourself with very, very good people. And again, I can't, I, I can't explain how important that is. We decided to go with a property manager and um, we're going to test it out. That's all I'm going to say. I think we're going to transition to self-managing because it's something that we feel that is very important to us and I think we can do it on our own, but we are going to run that route. And so having said that, we've gone from not owning any property into owning two rental properties and going with the flow. This is something that you're going to learn as you go. And if I had one bit of advice jumping into this, do your due diligence, get good people around you, have the funds to do it, make sure that you can comfortably do it. But at that point, just do it. You have to learn as you go. All successful people only learn once they've jumped full foot in, once they've gone all the way in, that's when they learn. They learn on the go. Nobody knows everything. And I think something that just paralyzes people is they try to overanalyze everything before going into something and then they never do it. It's just like training. If you never go and do handstands, you're never going to be good at handstands and you're never going to learn how to and you're never going to learn how to teach people. You have to jump in and be bad at something. Be a white belt at something. With Airbnb properties, with rental properties, I am a white belt. I don't even have a belt. I'm showing up in, in sweats and a sweatshirt. I don't even have a gi, okay? That is where I'm at. And I know individuals, the same people that I was talking about, that act like they are the cream of the crop. They know every single answer to every single thing. It's not how it works. The way you build trust is when you don't know the answer, you find the answer. 
You find it from somebody else that has done it. You don't act like you know everything. Being a white belt, having a white belt mentality is what makes you a better individual. So if I had that one word of advice is do your due diligence, surround yourself with good people, and jump in. Jump in. Change your life. Change your kids' lives. Have great memories with your significant other and do great things. Thank you for joining us for all the shenanigans how we analyzed, how we furnished, and what we learned along the way for our first Airbnb property. If you guys have questions, check us out. Coach underscore Wortman on Instagram, our TikTok curls and cash, and our podcast, of course, Next Level Radio, and our YouTube, Next Level Training. Peace.